Welcome to Switch Clicks Podcast, episode 77, recorded on March 29th, 2022. Today we'll be discussing the delay of the sequel to Breath of the Wild. My name is Dakota, and today I'm joined by Nathan. Hello. Kaiser. Hello. And Tyler. Hello. So I woke up today to a tweet from Nintendo of America <laughs> saying something about the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. And uh, it was a video with A.G. Ayanuma with a fresh haircut. Looks actually nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, basically in his, you know, slightly bluish green background. <laughs> yeah. How he's, for some reason, showing up pretty commonly in nowadays. Uh, yeah. Basically just explaining to us that they're delaying the game till uh, spring 2023. I would have blamed them. I mean, I don't think anybody does. Uh, deba- no, no one does. Looking at the replies, it seems that everybody's understandable. Yeah, like, everyone's actually a lot more happier than, which, you know, compared to something like Metroid Prime 4. It doesn't really have to compete with Elden Ring anymore, either. Exactly. <laughs> so true. I think, that's, yeah. I, well, I think that's why they delayed it, because of the success of Elden Ring. They're like, you know... You know, uh, we don't want we don't we want to get the game of the year, but we don't want to do it on the same year as Elden Ring. <laughs> you know, because like it's obvious that we're gonna lose, and you know we can get those. Uh... And uh, yeah, they um, oh, also most anticipated game of 2022 <laughs> was already out. So <laughs> exactly. So They're like, dang, if Pokemon died that fast to Elden Ring, Zelda has no chance. <laughs> and actually. Yeah, a bit of an extra, a bit of extra news. During that same development update video, they actually gave us like ten seconds of new footage, um, and I think that was one of I was I think that was the saving grace of the whole video. Otherwise, it would have been like the same level of disappointment as Metroid Prime Four. Well, maybe not as big of the like you know maybe not as big, but still to a similar extent. Yeah, everybody's kind of. The, the the Zelda community is just gonna take apart that that ten seconds for the end of time. Oh, they've the already releases. done it. They've already they've they've like. That's I mean that's just like I mean that's just like any fans of any game really. It's like holy crap, we have five seconds. Let's analyze the skin detail of this character. Of course, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. what fans do. I would hope they would do that, or else then the talk about the game is just gonna die quickly. Yeah, but then comes the whole wrong speculation thing where they just kind of forget that something ex- something else in the franchise exists already. I was recommended a YouTube video recently from uh pre like right when they had the first trailer for the Switch and uh yeah. of the Wild and it was like looking at the game to see predicting what was going to happen. They were completely mm-hmm. wrong on all of it. It was so funny. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, we, we'd never get any predictions wrong. 100% yeah. accuracy here. The Switch Hooks podcast will get a 100% accuracy. We will never, ever, ever get everything wrong. <laughs> I can definitely I can definitely vouch for that because... No, I predicted the uh, villain of... Uh, what's it called? Kirby. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I myself I, have never been incorrect in my life, so I'm not going to start now. Okay, what's five plus two? Eleven. <laughs> all right, all right, Tyler. Okay. Um, you're you're off the hook. I'll get back to you on that one. Now, um, funny story actually related to this. Um, I I was talking in a Discord chat, maybe at like 
8.20 a.m. this morning, and I was talking, and then this discussion turned over to Breath of the Wild 2. And then we were talking about uh, how, like, what the release date would be, you know, the usual stuff. And then we shifted over to, what if the game gets delayed? And then I, I talked about, I said that if there was going to be a delay, there would be a scary development update video where you have Eiji Aonuma standing in, you know, looking at the camera with a, you know, a specific background, uh, no music or maybe faded music. And then, you know, you'd say, oh, uh, unfortunately, we're working, we're, we have to delay this game, but we're working really, really hard on it. Guess what happens two hours later? <laughs> Guess what happens two hours later? Nintendo puts that up and oh my gosh, I will never forgive myself forever for ever it in the world. Exactly. Like yeah. I will never forgive myself for that. I can't you believe know. they were listening in and were able to put up that video and make the it's, video and you know, upload it in two hours. Exactly. They're like, you know, <laughs> these kids, like we got ears everywhere. I bet they're not ready for this. I think the Where person was... you were talking to was a <laughs> was a Nintendo uh, sleeper agent. Essentially, <laughs> like essentially. <laughs> I find that's it true. ironic because the past like year or so, you've been just uh, betting on the fact that Breath of the Wild two will come out on this specific Friday on in November, <laughs> November eighteenth, twenty twenty two. Like on Friday of November, a week ago, if you had to bet money on it, you would have bet a decent amount on it. <laughs> yeah, I would have wasted so much money betting on this. Uh, <laughs> so what's so, your what's your new prediction? <laughs> oh gosh, okay, that's that's tough. Spring twenty twenty three. I haven't I haven't zeroed in on an actual specific date, but I do have a list. Um, so my first, <laughs> it's only it's only like only yep. you would do that. <laughs> There's 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 five possible dates. The first one is the thing that everyone's been talking about, March third, because this year happens to be, or at least 2023 happens to be the year where March third is on a Friday, so that's where everyone's thinking. And then I said March 17th because most Nintendo games usually release at the second half of the month for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, and also uh, there was a Zelda game that released around that same Friday. Uh. And then my next one was April 28th. Uh, I think Majora's Mask released sometime around that same day. And then my fourth and fifth predictions were going to be in June. I would say roughly around E3 or maybe a little after. If E3 uh, doesn't get canceled. Well, okay, yeah. but, like, but like game announcement season. I guess E3 season then. Yeah. June 9th or June 23rd. Would be hmm. my would be my dates for that. Probably yeah. June twenty third because you know if they're doing E three, then they gotta showcase the game first. See, March third would be perfect, and it's also within the first uh, financial quarter with Nintendo, yeah. so they could still show the statistics for how the game sold uh, mm -hmm. in their in April ish. Um, yeah. April would be a weird time to release the game. I think, because mm -hmm. then, um, again, based on quarterly sales, they can't really uh, can't really tell people until the quarterly comes up. I believe, what June after June that would be in July. Yeah, it'd be a really long time for for them to report on that. <laughs> yeah, time. and then 
And then releasing the game <laughs> in June is also a little odd because they have to, I guess, cross promo it with their E3 announcements. Yeah, like that, it, they'd have to cram it in there. Like it couldn't, it couldn't, especially if they're showcasing a bigger game that year too. Yeah, Metroid Prime Four. <laughs> well, I think that delaying the game is a little is very healthy. That means the game is at least going well, and you know because of COVID and whatnot, they did probably have to delay it a few times. Yeah. Internally. Um, and then also like this year we have this uh, what do you call it? this holiday season is full with pokemon and there's, xenoblade yeah so. there's just this overabundance of open world games this year i think i think it's a well-deserved delay it also would have been funny it'll be too uh, there'll be a lot of oversaturation yeah yeah that horizon got cucked twice it <laughs> <laughs> would be funny if they won the third the what is it the game of the year the second yeah the, the second year that the sequel came out but yeah, yeah. You know the drill, click that subscribe or that follow button, and don't forget to check out our other content on our YouTube channel, like our Play It by Tier Reviews. Anyways, back to the episode. Um, so what do you think about the 10 seconds of footage that we did get? Well, uh, I believe it was very insightful, but it was also something that everyone could have predicted as well. Like a broken Master Sword. I mean, like, what did you expect? I the mean... Master Sword got rusted to hell in the first game so yeah Why, what else would happen the conclusions i see on twitter are kind of crazy but also make yeah. sense um one is like okay demise is coming back uh mm -hmm. fee is gonna come back uh-huh um stuff like oh there's gonna be a lot of connections to skyward sword because we are in this uh, it's somewhat understandable um, because skyward sword is the only hd uh remake on the switch Yes, they did that for sales. but the problem is, chronologically speaking, Skyward Sword is not the latest game that takes place in the sky. It is the first game. Oh. It's the first game, but not the latest. Yeah, And I think that's the issue that goes around with the speculation part of it. It's that a lot of people don't realize that there's, um, there are other Zelda games out there that Wait, have, some sort of, have some sort of setting in the sky. Yeah, you have uh, Midish Cap. Exactly. That's which the one I, I want. Like, which is my favorite Zelda game, actually. And the Minish Cap is the, the thing I find the most uh, most important, actually, but often yeah. often forgotten because uh, because what, you're not really taking you're not really taking place in the sky. You're taking place in a small world, right? Like, yeah. You're what's his name? Uh, the director of uh, the Breath of the Wild and the sequel. I forgot his name. I think he was the one who also directed the Minish Cap, and I believe, um, based on the concept art of the first game, it's going to relate more to that than it would Skyward Sword. Like, sure, you still get Demise and Fire Fee. I don't know how you pronounce that, but there's definitely a level of speculation going on that certainly more than what we had yesterday for just a mere 10 seconds and i gotta say like it could be less it could be less but for 10 seconds i'm a little surprised mm -hmm. and maybe as a, a last question to the panel um the pattern kind of arises with uh switch console releases every two years we seem to get a new nintendo switch and with uh breath of the wild potentially coming out 
on the what sixth year anniversary of the Switch. Yeah. Um, what are the chances, or if you would want it for a Nintendo Switch Pro? Because it's already uh, leaked in some um, um, other stuff, but I wouldn't be surprised. But you know, oh, what am I? What am I going to say? It's just business practice. Slap yeah. in the face? No, I'm kidding. That's that's the Switch. Not, it's not enough. <laughs> it's not enough as slap in the face, really. The, the Switch OLED was a slap in the face for the older consumers, but oh yeah, because other just... than that, like I guess they'll I guess they'll do something. It's just that I don't sure. I'm not sure if they're willing to do it. They're considering they they wanted to maintain a relatively stream like relatively streamlined. consistent approach, a streamlined approach with all their console models, and like you know have the games perform the same on all all versions of the consoles. Like there's there are very tiny niches here and there, like Super Mario Party not working on the Switch Lite, or you know Nintendo Switch Sports, but I I'm not sure how far Nintendo's willing to go if they're going to give us a hardware boost in that sense. Yeah, I would honestly bet on them probably not releasing any new, uh, I guess, better hardware next year, maybe 2024, when they can say, okay, guess what? We're going to put out, I don't know, a new Mario, and it looks amazing, and you can still play it on your regular Switch, but they're going to market it with this new and improved one. Um, what do you guys think about the chances of uh, basically a sequel to 2017 where we also get a new Mario game the same year, 2023? <laughs> I'm going to let Tyler on that one because he seems to he seems to know a lot more like seven. A lot more. That's the answer to Lex's question, right? Sorry, I've been yeah. quiet. I was thinking I was contemplating the math question <laughs> I had. What was not a bad time to. Uh... But yeah, Mario. That I mean, I'd always be down. I always like a new Mario game, even though I guess the last real Mario game we got was Odyssey, because Bowser's Fury is like half of like one. Half game, yeah. <laughs> it's but a game. Getting another fully 3D <laughs> Mario game could always be fun. Would you want it to be open world? I just wanted Odyssey 2. Or would you want, you want it to yeah, be? I yeah, want, I think I Odyssey 2 is the best thing for Mario. I, I, I think Mario would kind of suck in an open world setting. Yeah, Bowser's Fury kind of showed that. It's it's um, uh, it's experimental. I, I, haven't paid, I haven't played Bowser's Fury, so I don't know. So Bowser's Fury is basically like just imagine 3D world, but you get to control your camera and then like whoa, it, oh, yeah. There's no loading screens, but you basically still have to do levels and bosses. Like that's nothing special at all. It's just gee, I wish there were some sort of review I could watch that would explain the ins and outs of Bowser's Fury. And maybe perhaps rank it on some sort of tier list like thing. <laughs> oh, wait, uh, yeah, very funny. <laughs> um, yeah. As for the releases, uh, I think Nintendo had their chance this year to make 2022 a sort of unofficial sequel to 20 to 2017, just because you know Breath of the Wild 2 was slated to release, Splatoon 3 was supposed to release. Uh, we had the Mario movie coming out. It's I want another trailer for that Mario movie. Or I want a trailer. <laughs> a trailer. A trailer. I want to hear another. I want to hear a full crappy trailer. So I think the chances of a twenty 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 seventeen sequel is not going to happen, just because that boat has sailed for sure. The ship has sailed. Fair enough. It could be uh, worse. Unless you know. unless unless they delay Splatoon three. 
Please don't. Please. Please don't. That's my multiplayer <laughs> game of the summer. <laughs> look, 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 Nathan. You already jinxed yourself once. Oh, <laughs> okay. So now you're blaming me. So now you're blaming me for this. Hey? Of course I'm going to blame you. <laughs> Listen, well, if Splatoon 3 is delayed, I will never forgive you. <laughs> All right. I will. Splatoon 3 is going to be delayed. <laughs> no, please. If you suddenly stop seeing Nathan in the <laughs> podcasts, there's a reason. Thank you for joining us in discussing the delay of the sequel to Breath of the Wild. We'd love it if you could follow us on Twitter and listen to future episodes on Spotify and iTunes. Join our community Discord server to continue today's discussion. And we'll see you next time on the SwitchClick podcast.